I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovely, beloved, deplorable better half. Velen. Good evening, Patriots. So tonight, we have a way-loaded show for you because we've got a ton of crap that really affects us here in Georgia. And I apologize to do this to all of our worldwide listeners. I know we've got people that listen all the way across the land. Uh, I'm just going to say it that way because the last time I said globe, I got yelled at. You got busted. Yes, I did. So for everybody that listens to us near and far, um, this one's going to be really Georgia centric tonight because this is huge. Uh, There's some information I came into today that really blows the lid off my little head and I, I really can't hold on to it any longer and I've been waiting for one phone call back. It has not come and it's late enough now that I'm willing to bet that it's not going to come tonight. It's not a big deal. I'm not upset by it by any means, shape or form. I know that this other person is really busy and I completely respect that, but uh, we have to talk about it tonight. We've got to put this information out because as far as I'm concerned, Georgia, if you're voting... And this coming election, you, you need to know all the cards that are being played against you because these cards are fucking huge. They're not small cards. They're the big ones. They're the ones that are... They're the old people playing cards. Yes. Like, literally, they're made on pieces of plywood. I can come up and hit you in the back of the head and put you in a combo with them. That type of playing card, all right? Uh, no joke. But we got a lot of other stories to cover from everything from hypersonic missiles to... Uh, retards doing stupid shit, the government, we got tons of it. We can cover it all tonight. And, uh, one of the big ones, and I just want to show you one story. Just, this is just one story, by the way, just so you're aware. If you're watching us on rumble, that is just one story. That's like an inch thick, literally an inch thick. Uh, I know it, it seems a little printed on double sided. And and it's printed on double sided paper, just so you're aware. Oh, and this is really bad for other people too, but I don't give a fuck about them. So we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> but to, to lead off tonight, we had a great, great week. We had a lot, a lot of folks on. It's been really busy. Uh, my head's still spinning with the number of guests we've talked to. Yeah. Although we did have to cancel Ann Vandersteel this morning, unfortunately, because our son decided to accidentally splash paint thinner in his eye and I which I guess take doesn't, him to the doctor <laughs> it doesn't work out well with an eyeball no no well and surprisingly and I was really freaked out about it I gotta say she's a mom so I, you're gonna I have am that. a mom you know when your kid splashes paint thinner in his eye you kind of freak out and I was really freaking out and you know what I did after I got him a doctor's appointment what sat in your corner and colored I prayed actually well that's, and that's I went, news. I went from being panicked and freaked out to being totally calm and knowing that he was going to be fine, that everything was going to be okay. And we took him to, I took him to the doctor and they were absolutely shocked, amazed that the child got paint thinner in his eye and he only had a little irritation. His eye wasn't even red. It mm. was mm. really kind of a Maybe miracle. you know where dad gets it from. <laughs> Either way, um, yeah, uh, it's it's been a long week, folks. So we we've done like I don't know, this is our 
like 10th show in tenth as show many in days as many days yeah. yeah and it's only been like seven days we've done some double headers just like tonight we're doing a double header and we're not even getting to record till almost 10 o'clock at night so uh if you oh, don't 11 get, babe it's 11 o'clock oh it's at 11 o'clock at night my <laughs> bad up all night. my bad anyway so <laughs> good thing i don't have to go to work tomorrow it sucks for me because i still I know, but I quit my job today. Finally. Well, okay. She I, is done. I quit her my job last, three months ago. I was about to say, she quit her job three months ago, but her last day was today. So everybody give V-Lynn just a little bit of props because now that the vaccine mandate is coming down on her job, she's now officially allowed to say, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. Peace. And uh, Mick's not far behind. Because, uh, well, with one of my jobs. One of my jobs is going to be mandated here soon. And I'm just looking forward to that day because I cannot wait to give the double barrel mole finger on they this one. They literally already do not have enough firefighters to cover every shift. Nope. Not so even. when they lose 90% of their, 90% of their firefighters, yeah. they're, I mean. They're not going to have a company much longer after that. That's how do you even do that? Well, let's not even talk about firefighters. Let's talk also because they have an EMS side to the whole house. Yeah. They're going to lose. We just talked about it tonight with Nurse Danny. Yep. And uh, when they lose 90% of their EMS workforce, then what? The, the people that show cover. up in the ambulance when you're seriously injured and you need to go to the hospital. Yeah, ALS units, we call yeah, them. They're, they're not Advanced life there. support units. They're going to be there anymore so then what happens well uh, like i said that makes november 9th look folks i i don't know if this is taken off yet i i really haven't been watching to be honest with you i'm not that type of a nerd i'm a nerd for the news i'm not a nerd for what i say but folks listen if you can't get it out there enough get it out there november 9th if your company's enforcing you to get a mandate don't show up to work that day just don't show up. Freedom flu day. It is the one day that we're all going to say, look, fuck it. Good luck finding work today because we're not showing up. I heard something. You said something to me earlier about something about November 3rd. November 3rd has been going around Twitter. Who Who is posting that one? I, I'm just, I'm trying to make it an internal thing where it's coming from us. It's not coming from some weirdo who we don't know who is not verified who is not an american first person i mean i want this to not be coming from a liberal i want this to be coming no, this from, is definitely coming from a patriot the memes going around um because i just want every pretty much all my friends on twitter are patriots if not they report me which i got reported twice tonight Ooh, good for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> for saying that all the animals died in the Golf trials. Cut. They did. And that the inventor of the mRNA technology has spoken out numerous times saying that no human should ever take it. Well, you got canceled for that one because he's dead. No, no, no. Dr. Robert Malone. Oh, no. He, he's still alive. Yeah, yes. no, you're talking about the guy who invented the PCR test. Yes. He's dead. He's dead. Um, but, but and, and very oddly died just before this whole thing started. In a car accident somehow. Yeah, right? But anyway, so uh, mm. apparently they, I was told that, that both those things were flat-out lies and that I was being reported for misinformation on well, Twitter. Oh, whoa, 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 so shit. exciting. Holy shit. No, no. Where's my phone? There's my phone. Oh, good God. Okay, so tonight I am going to start out with just a little bit of fire because I, uh, I got to start out with fire because there's just no way I can start the show without a little bit of piss and vinegar just to get you all started up. So, and it is pretty late at night, so I kind of want to 
just dive right into this one because uh, I just saw it. So anyway, there was a message on our. Can you go to our Apple Podcast feed? Oh, geez. And uh, just read the message that was posted from. It was a while back too. No, it was it was September 29th or something like that, or September 27th or something like that. Mayflower Dar. Um, I sent you an image of it. Just uh, just read what what she said because I'm just dying to. Ah, uh, here we go. There you go. Wow, just wow. If you wonder what has happened to our nation, look no further than these fake treats. There are truly no words for the willful ignorance and complete arrogance of this dribble. Okay, so just to let you know who said that, that was Mayflower Dar, and she goes by the name M-A-Y-F-L-O-W-E-R, capitalized D-A-R. Those are all caps for whatever reason. Yeah, I okay. really figured it out. So I went and just because I was like, man, I feel like a moron because I pissed off some liberal twat. Well, no, I really did go piss off some liberal twat because her actual name is Lee Michelle and it's L-E-I-G-H-M-I-C-H-E-L-E. And she goes at, at Michelle or Lee Michelle at TikTok. And I went and looked her up and holy crap, we must be circling the end zone because she is straight up a Hillary Clinton lover. Like, I mean, on her hands and knees blowing Hillary Clinton. And yes, when I say blowing Hillary Clinton, I am implying luck blowing Michelle Obama. I am implying that Hillary Clinton does have a penis. So yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. She is on all fours blowing Hillary Clinton. She is donated to Hillary Clinton. I just wanted to know who this was who posted on our Apple pod for whatever reason. It found the reason, a need, and I won't say he or she, it found a need to post on our Apple pod because she posted on there with that hateful dribble just to find out that she never even listened to the podcast because I also found out that she's posted to about 12 other red side or right side broadcasting podcasts in which she said the same shit exactly word for word. So she just copies and pastes basically. Exactly. She, like, she looks up Patriot or. She is a drone. She is what I like she's to a call bot. a drone. She goes in there. She redoes whatever it is that it says in those comments that you that we post about what our podcast is about and it posts so if you all see this lee michelle or this mayflower dar please feel free to um do whatever you're going to do reporter for misinformation on twitter (laughs) i uh personally would take a picture of my junk and send it to her just to make her jealous of what she doesn't have because obviously it wants to be though? a man. It wants to be a man. Okay. I mean, if you saw some of the posts I saw on her TikTok, it wants to be a man. Excellent. Well, since we're on the topic of comments. Okay. Um, here was another one. Also on Apple. Thank you for what you're doing. Haven't listened to this podcast, but I support anything Patriot. We love President Trump. Hell yeah. Five Who is that? No, no, uh, no name on that one. No name on that one. No. Nope. Too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. 
Because um, I would love to call you out and say thank you very much. And I wish you'd listen because we might have some information that you probably want to listen to. Well, um, but hey, we're not so for hasn't, everybody. Hasn't listened we're to it not yet, but hey, for that's great. Everybody. Um, and then let's see. I love Janet. Janet posts on our pods all the time. So uh, she really liked Dr. Sherwood um, and Dr. Cordy Williams. And the episode with Dr. Stella Manuel, she said, this gave me goosebumps. I felt enlightened on a higher level. And I felt that way the entire time. So I'm right there. Uh, Comments on Rumble. We've had quite a few of those as well. Uh, Primarily from one of my very favorite people on Telegram, Anon Quantum. Um, If you guys don't haven't seen his channel, his uh, Telegram chat channel, Anon Quantum, it's great. He's got like 1,500 people on there uh very interactive um well hey just so, because i don't think i've ever called it i've never called him out i'm gonna go yeah. ahead and call him out a non-quantum thank you very much i appreciate anything hey anybody that comments on it's not about us folks it's about this movement it's about america first it's about taking care of our own before we take care of the world don't get me wrong i don't think that the world is not a place that we cannot just ignore but what I think we need to focus on right now is us. We need to focus on this fucking country. We need to make this country as great as it can be. Because when we make this country great, everybody's going to be want to be like us. And everybody wants to be like Mike. I remember that from the day I was a kid. I still remember that to this day. Yeah. Everybody wants to be like Mike. Not anymore. Not like Big Mike I, anyway. Well, not like... Anyway, Mike Obama, so, that's a different, different story. <laughs> and on quantum, uh, this is also on the Dr. Stella Emanuel episode, said this jab is the ultimate attack on human soul and has all the characteristics the believers have been waiting more than 2,000 years. A satanic strategy to lock the possession of the souls by interrupting communication with God. It certainly looks like the mark of the beast. The first sin was performed through the mouth. The last sin is inoculated directly inside the body. Is there salvation after the injection? This life is just a moment compared to eternity. It is a risk no believer must take. Keep up the good work. Anon, you are dead on. You are absolutely right. That's exactly what we were saying. I couldn't have said it better myself. If I was the one saying it, that's a well put, sir. Well thought diatribe that uh, we will echo every time that we get a chance to because that is impressive that somebody actually took that from my ramblings and yes <laughs> he, and I, he and I have had a right. whole in-depth conversation on telegram about how the jab disconnects you from absolutely from God, I, so. I, i'm not disagreeing absolutely uh let's see take him down said uh and this is from the dr sherwood interview we need someone like dr sherwood in oklahoma he has my vote take him down i please fantastic tell tell 10 people and then drag 10 people with you to the polls and have them vote please 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 we completely endorse Dr. Sherwood. We are one of the few out there. Uh, I, You know, Dan Bagino talked about it today, and I was thinking about it. I've been thinking about it all day long. I thought about it this morning when I heard it, and now I'm thinking about it again. But one of the things he turned down, like somebody asked him, I guess, last Friday, said something about um, putting out a voter's guide for every state. Uh, with how deep I am in politics— uh, 
Well, hold on. I've been fighting with it. I so don't want to do it. There's someone that already does that. Okay. Uh, the MAGA Institute. We're actually going to be on their show tomorrow. Okay. Well, then. And they they vet America First candidates. They vet. Well, oh, wait a minute, because I, I they, they, but you hold your mouth on that one because I think they also vetted Vernon Jones. They did not. So, and I've. I've got smoke and fire. Not only do I have smoke, fire, I also bring brimstone with me on this one because I'm bringing down the holy wrath of God on this one tonight. Trust me, folks, you want to listen, especially if you're a Georgian. This is going to rattle your world. I've got shit that nobody else has got right now, and I almost, I'm, I'm, like barely sitting in my seat right now. I am hovering just above it because I am so excited to say this, and. I, well, before we get to that, I know you're so excited. You're you're literally like trembling with I'm excitement. Elevating. Right there. Okay. Um, last comment from the night. David Sherman too asked CAG, C A G. That's one we're still trying to get some clarification on. That could be a lot of different things, but uh, we're not going to go into this on the, the, this the answer, meeting. The answer to that question is yes. And if you are interested, just email. Just email uh, McVeelan at gmail.com. If you would like to potentially maybe reconnect with Mick, um, that would probably be my guess, then uh, please reach out, David. We're happy to hear from you. So either way, uh, like I was getting into, I, 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 I am I'm literally willing to throw out the, my first top two. <laughs> Just tell us what your source said. All right, I'm, I'm throwing them out. Okay, so they're gone. So don't worry about it. They're they're done. I'm throwing those four out. So the top four stories are gone. Um, they're important. Don't get me wrong. They're very important. But for everybody in Georgia right now, you need to listen to this. So we heard from Vernon Jones the last time was when? Well, we didn't personally hear no, from Vernon Jones. No, we didn't personally. But he got petered. Yeah, he got petered. He got petered. <laughs> and what happened in that Peter interview? What was the big news that came out of that Peter interview? Vernon Jones is a racist. And? A Democrat. And? A shitbag. Where and, are you going No, uh, keep going. I'll tell you when you're wrong. Okay. I'll stop you when you're wrong. So keep going. And? Um, and a vote for Vernon Jones is a vote for Stacey Abrams. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay. <laughs> so if you remember that episode at all, uh, that was not smoke and mirrors. That was pseudoscience. Uh, that I was, think. was oh, no it? expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. I yeah. believe. So uh, I made a comment at the end of that episode, and I had kind of gone into a a rant about Vernon Jones, and I I wasn't you really do that often. I wasn't really careful about it either. I kind of just threw some shit out that was in my brain because I con. When when somebody comes out and says that they are a uh, America first candidate with no real backing of being an American first candidate, I automatically throw up questions going, well, wait a minute, how exactly are you an America first candidate? And as I saw things play out, especially, and yes, we do, I will be open with you all. We do endorse Candace Taylor. I endorse Candace Taylor openly. I completely support her. I believe that uh, she is the governor for Georgia. And I, oh, by the way, Candace, I'm still waiting on my yard sign. Still haven't gotten it because we're just going to hang it up here on the wall. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, we need two. We need one to put in the yard. Yeah. Well, we're going to need two, Candace, just so <laughs> we can put one in the yard and hang one up in here. Either way. Um, 
one of the things I got a real problem with is when you come off and you play this fake um, fucklementarian. And that's exactly the word I'm going to call him because he is a fucklementarian. What does that even mean? I will get there. Okay. Um, he derives this power from what his voice is. And he claims to have the black vote in Georgia. I, so I beg to differ. What I would like to express to all my Georgian listeners is this big part right here. And this is the part you don't know about. Vernon Jones is everything but a Georgian. He's pretty much a fucking crook. A, that's the first part. B, uh, one of my, re my sources reached out to me uh, just earlier today. First, he left me a voicemail. Then I had to call him back. And it was just a whole long, drawn-out process. It took me fucking forever to get in touch with him. When I finally did get in touch with him, this is what I was told. Um, and I understand I we may be actually breaking a whistleblower on this show. I'm not going to mention um, its name. But there is a person we will be bringing on the show here shortly that will be blowing the whistle on all of this. And uh, the only reason I'm breaking it now is I have permission to do it. However, under the strict guise that I do not give up who the person is. So I will not do that because I've never done that before until I have the whole statement and everything about the person in front of me. And I know what I'm telling you is fact. So right now what I have is supposition. And I'm prefacing all of this under the guise of supposition. What I've been told, uh, Vernon Jones, first of all, his whole campaign is bullshit. In what way? It's all bullshit. This was something concocted between Vernon Jones and Stacey Abrams to put a liberal in the Georgia State House just to disrupt the 2024 elections. Understand what I'm talking about, Georgians. Again, they're smart, but they think you're dumb. So if you're a Georgian and you're, my voice can touch your ears, what I am telling you right now is they are cor completely corrupting this whole election process by putting a liberal who was a liberal fucking night. I've been screaming this for how many months now? Literally eight months. He was a liberal nine months ago. And today now... You mean to tell me he's a Republican? How the fuck does that happen overnight, Vernon? You've been full of shit from day one. I'm calling you out right now. I want you to come on this show. I want <laughs> you to prove me wrong. Because I've got bad news for you, fella. You're wrong. Because I've got one of your campaign workers that's going to come and tell me that you're wrong. They were th there the day that this document was signed. Not only was this document signed. What document? Oh, yeah. Oh, get bet it gets better. There was money exchanged. Money, money, money. Money. Well, considering there was money exchanged for Vernon Jones to get up on stage at the Trump rally when he wasn't supposed to speak, that does not surprise me at all. So there was money exchanged. So, so hold on. Yeah, well, here's a quick question. Because Vernon Jones has been in politics for, what, a dozen years? 60 years, 50 making, years, Making whatever. like $14,000 a year? Yeah, he should be poor. I you mean, think. you think. I make more than $14,000 a year, I mean, and I'm still saying. poor. 
according it's to not the like US he has living another standards. job. No, he doesn't. It's hmm. not like he's putting up garage doors in the background. Yet he has thirty grand to drop at a Trump rally to put his name out there ahead of every other candidate that's vying for the. Hmm. Wonder where he got Governor that money. State. Yeah. You wonder? I wonder. Really? No. I don't wonder. No. So it gets better, though. So he paid to play at the Trump rally. We know that. Yep. He now we're finding out that he's paying to play here in Georgia just to be the governor of Georgia. So then the question becomes, well, who does this benefit? How does this pay to play work? Who did he pay that money to? Where did he get the money from? Well, that's where it gets funny. Because now I'm also finding out that there are GOP state representatives here in the state of Georgia that have been offering the money up for Vernon Jones. I'm sorry, what? Yes. GOP state representatives here in the state of Georgia that have been offering the money up. So just in case you didn't hear me the last two times, I will say it one more time. Because I know there's a lot of Georgians sitting there going, wait a minute. Hold the fuck on. What did you just say? I, I'm going to say it one more time. So, there are GOP members. Georgia Republicans. Correct. Who have been offering money up to ensure that Vernon Jones is the one that runs with Stacey Abrams. That runs against Stacey Abrams or runs with Stacey Abrams? What did I just say? You said runs with Stacey Abrams. That's exactly what I was told. Runs with Stacey Abrams. Why is that so important? Hmm. Well, because Stacey Abrams said she's not entitled to be the governor of Georgia. Those were her exact words, by the way. But if she can steal enough votes from the Republican Party to where an American first candidate cannot win in Georgia. Because behind every successful man, there's a woman rolling her eyes. Bingo. And that's exactly what it is. You got Vernon Jones with a tutu on, rolling his eyes behind Stacey Abrams because we know that Stacey Abrams is carrying a 10-foot dick underneath that dress. I mean, that's a possibility, yes. I I thought Vernon Jones liked them young, white, and blonde, but okay. We're going to find out because uh, the whistleblower will give us one way or the other. We'll know. Excellent. I... So a vote. I cannot. So a vote for Vernon Jones really, truly is a vote for Stacey Abrams. Correct. And this is this is what drives uh, keeps me awake at night now because I, I I endorsed the candidate. I thought that was my snoring. Well, that does too. But I endorsed the candidate like Candace Taylor, and uh, I believe in everything that woman says. I believe in everything she does. I believe in what she's been doing, and folks. If it doesn't infuriate me more than to find out that there's some snake, I, I've been saying it. He's a snake in the grass. I've literally been saying that for. We've been saying it till we're blue in the face that he is a sheep and he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a snake in the grass. That's exactly what Vernon Jones is. If you're not awake enough in Georgia to realize this, um, uh, I know this guy, Bubba. He lives right down the road from me. I I swear to God, I will ask him to come by your house with a ball-peen hammer. Make this abundantly clear. This is not legitimate. I've been saying this. I've been saying this about this lady. I I know it seems like this is all just— Candace is legitimate. Vernon Jones is not This is coming to fruition all at the same time. It is. You're absolutely right. It is. This is the triangle—trifecta— 
it's going to hit mainstream media probably within, I would probably say anywhere 24 to 48 hours, if not less than that. But I'm telling you right now, uh, Georgians, you heard it here first. First, I'm telling you right now, Stu Peters just kind of chipped the ice off the top of this. And it's really just off the top of this. Now we're having people flock from the Jones campaign, coming to talk to everybody and their mother to say how it was play to play, how he's not really a Republican, how he's really just a liberal, and literally he's looking for a seat in Stacey Abrams' campaign. Rats off a sinking ship. Exactly. Folks, uh, if you're a Georgian, your vote for Vernon Jones you really need to start questioning it or start asking some tough questions of Vernon Jones because I have yet to hear anybody other than Stu Peters ask Vernon Jones a tough question. And when he was asked the tough question, he couldn't answer it and then got petered. I, I there's, there's nothing more there. That's it. It literally, that's the whole story. I, I tried to reach out to Candace to find out. I, I wanted to run this before, uh, to give it to her before I ran it tonight. Uh, she's busy. She's a busy lady. I know that. I'm not about to try and waste her time. But, folks, listen to what I'm saying. I'm telling you, this kind of rolls right into something else I want to talk about, which is the governorship of Virginia. And give me just a minute because I got to flip some paperwork around here because this is huge too. Uh, this just goes to everything we've been talking about when it comes to Virginia. Uh, everything to deal with the Virginian shit that's going on right now. Matter of fact, should, uh, we, should we start with a little in, uh, endorsement here? I thought we'd start with an endorsement or two. We got a couple endorsements. Now, wait a minute. Before we play this endorsement, one of the things I want you all to understand really quick before we play this endorsement, this endorsement was played at uh, three total black churches in all of Virginia. And in the black churches in Virginia, which this was played, uh, they have a membership of over 20... 28, 29,000 people so, per church. But whatever happened to the separation of church and state? Well, that would be what you're referring to there is the Johnson Amendment. And the Johnson Amendment, again, kind of goes back into why we've named this episode Rules for Thee, but Not for Me. Again. Part du. Part du. Because we like du. Yeah. Du is a good word. Duh. Because it kind of sounds like <laughs> duh. <laughs> Because I'm retarded. You so are. go with it with uh, old camel toe, please. All right, here she is. Growing up, we sang in the choir at Oakland's 23rd Avenue Church of God. We were taught that it was our sacred responsibility to raise our voice and lift up the voices of our community. Virginians, you have the opportunity now to raise your voice through your vote because it's election time. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. Now that, of course, was Vice President Kamala Harris. Okay, so go ahead and uh, go to the Hatch Act violation right off the bat because there is a Hatch Act violation in here too. I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, that's the Vice President and she's going on fucking in three churches in Virginia talking about it. But this one... This one right here is the one that kills me, and she should be brought up on charges immediately. Not only investigated, but brought up on charges, thrown in jail, because if it were me wearing a uniform 
or Kaylee McEnany. No, 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 no. If it were me wearing a uniform and I'm nobody, but I said that the American government supported Donald Trump, I'd go to jail immediately. True that. This one, however, not so Peppermint Patty, this idiot, she goes on there. She says some dumb shit like this. And what happens to her? Nothing. Go for it. Well, I, I, I have to be a little careful about how much political analysis I do from here and not, not traipse into that too much. Um, look, I think the president, of course, um, wants former Governor McAuliffe to be the future governor of Virginia. Uh, there is alignment on uh, a lot of their agenda, uh, whether it is the need to invest in uh, rebuilding our roads, rails, and bridges or making it easier for women to uh, rejoin the workforce. Uh, I will say is I will leave it to other outside analysis to convey that uh, off year elections are uh, often uh, are often uh, not a bellwether, but um, and there's a lot of history here in Virginia. But again, we're going to do everything we can uh, to help uh, former Governor McAuliffe, and we believe in the agenda he's he's representing. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now that is an endorsement, left, right, and center. That is a fucking endorsement from the White House. That is a woman who is not allowed to give her opinion on such matters. She is not allowed to do that. That is illegal. That is unconstitutional, unjustified. I can go through all the uns. I could be here for days. That is that illegal. That is why our forefathers put forth in the Constitution saying, look, if you work for the government, you're not allowed to endorse a candidate. That's Period. why it was there. Period. People say Because said, technically, if you're That's illegal. If you're part of a current administration, regardless of your political party, you are supposed to represent all of the American people, not just one side or the other. You are supposed to represent all of America. You are essentially supposed to be completely apolitical. That is correct. That is 100% correct. I can't say it any better. She should be in jail because if it were me in a uniform saying that, I would be in jail today. I would be behind bars. You would be hearing about a court-martial coming against me because I went out in a public rally. So what does this mean? Well, you know, Bongino, I think, said it best today. And God bless that man. And I'm, I'm going to say why. I said God bless that man. I, I don't know if you all have been listening. This has been going on for a little bit now since Friday, from what I understand. Uh, he had simply say pull out from underneath him, uh, just pulled the rug out from underneath him because they gave in to some stupid bitch who was going on about Antifa and how Simply Safe supports Bongino, this, that, and the other thing. And because they got scared, they pulled their support from Bongino. Now, the one thing I have to say to Bongino about that is this. A, first... Who cares? No. Fuck him. No, he doesn't care about money. And I, I give that about the guy. He does not give a shit about money. One of the things I tell him is this. One of the things I do, and I do my best at, is to certify the people I'm going to push on this show to my listeners. They are patriot first. Can they, they, are, they follow the same exact values I believe. And they're not going to they're not going to follow something that you all don't believe. I got a lot of people that have asked me a lot of questions, and I've tried to provide you the best answers. 
Yes, we do have one more guy that's coming on this week, uh, which even Vila is not aware of yet, but she will be aware of after this podcast now. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, Ooh, Andrew? Yeah. Excellent. I finally got him. He finally got back to me, and uh, we're setting something up. We're going to get him on. We're going to do a podcast with him because I want him to tell you how to save your money the best way you can, and I'm not going to have anything to do with it. I'm going to sit in the corner. Yeah, because you're terrible at money. And I'm going to color. You are seriously horrible at money. That's what I do. Yes. So, but with that. He once spent our mortgage payment on lava lamps and tapestries for the guys in his unit. That's not true at all. It totally is. No, you just said it was lava lamps and tapestries. (laughs) It may have been dildos. How did you know? How do you know? There's a possibility for that. Because the colonel ratted you out. No, it wasn't lava lamps tapestry. <laughs> You're higher than a kite. I, I don't even know what a fucking tapestry is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you high? So, anyway, long long story short, folks. My my first message to Mongino is this. Figure out who you're supporting. Make sure that their beliefs align with yours. I mean, that's what I do. I do my best to vet them. I get their CEOs. I get whoever's in charge of them on the phone. I talk to them face-to-face. I do what I can to ensure that the product that I push on this show is something that you all want A, B, will support, C, will never change their opinion about what America is. That's my biggest point. Um, But I, I give the guy some credit because on Friday when that happened with Simply Safe. There was, I guess, on the radio part for him, which is uh, cumulus. cumulus, they pushed down the vaccine mandate. And a lot of the broadcasters that have been on cumulus for a hot minute were all of a sudden gone Friday. And when Bongino found out about this, he found out about it on his podcast. And he went on a rant about how he will not comply. He will not force his people to do anything. And mind you, he's been vaccinated. Yeah. It's not what it's about. It's not about that. It's, it's about, about freedom. freedom. It's about being free. R- remember, I'm vaccinated. She's not. Yep. Understand when they come down in the company that I currently work for in the fire department side and they say that, hey, all you motherfuckers got to get vaccinated. I'm quitting. I will not stand for that because I cannot sit here on this end of this microphone, tell you all that you have to say no, and then I'm going to say, well, I'll deal with it. No, No. that's not the way I work. No, because then you have no integrity. I cannot do that. No, I have no values. I have no morals. I have no, it's not me. I will not do that. I will tell them, you know what? Here it is. Have a good day. I'm walking with the rest of these guys. And when they say, well, you're vaccinated. Why are you quitting? Because you're requiring, you're requiring all these other great individuals to get a vaccine. That's the whole reason I'm quitting. It has nothing to do with the fact that I am vaccinated. It has everything to do with these guys all have a choice. You're not letting them make a choice. You're deciding for them. That's where my issue is. Bongino's doing the same thing. He's got health problems. He's, he's got cancer. If there's one person that should be vaccinated, I give it. No, gotcha. he should not. It well, makes cancer worse. I, I, but I'm, anyway. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, look, dude, I got it. I understand why you got vaccinated. I get it. You do you. I'm going to do me. 
He did him. He got vaccinated. God bless him. My issue now is that they're still forcing people around him to get vaccinated. And remember, he's just an affiliate. He's a partner. He is not an actual employee of Cumulus. Understand, they shit-canned him. They lose a whole lot, like a little over two-point-something. And it immediately started Friday night. Friday night, it started out with, well, oh, Bongino only signed a, a contract for so many episodes. Who signs a contract for 21 radio episodes? That's, Are you fucking for real? Not that is that not the way that works. You sign a contract. You sign a contract for a number of years. It's not about episodes. It's about years on the radio. That's not the way that works. But they're trying to spin the narrative. They are. They 100% are. And get this. It's not just the left. It's the right as well. What, pushing the mandate? No. It's the right pushing the narrative that, well, Mm. it's all about episodes. It's not about the fact that he did this or that. No. So get it out of your head about Bongino. I I get you about Bongino. Some people like him. He's just like us. Some people love us. Some people hate us. I'm just merely stating about Bongino is this. The guy is right on with his beliefs. He is dead right in the middle, dead nuts right in the middle of the road. And I tell you what, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the guy is, he, he's he got his shit together. He knows what he's talking about. He's standing up. He's saying no. He went on uh, yesterday. Uh, he did a rant yesterday. Talked about it today on his uh, podcast. I don't listen to the radio show, so I can't really say one way or the other how it went on the radio show. I just know what he said on the podcast. In the podcast, he replayed some of what he said on the radio show. And what he said on the radio show was uh, pretty damning. He's like, look, you make your decision. You do what with me what you want. I'm done, though, if you enforce these these mandates on anybody around me, on anybody near me. Uh, if, if somebody reaches out to me and says, well, I was just booted from, I'm gone. Well, you know, I heard some other interesting news today in relation to the mandates. So, All right. Um, you know how they're basically they're trying to get OSHA to enforce the mandates, right? Yes. Which they can't do in certain states like Georgia. Well, well, that doesn't seem to matter to a lot of no, people. No, it doesn't. In Georgia. But anyway, so I, uh, I saw a headline come through, and at first I got excited, and then I read it closely, where it said that OSHA will not be enforcing the disclosure of vaccine injuries as they're required to do. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. So if you are injured... They are required to share that to the VAR system. They are. Um, and OSHA has their own system. So correct. if someone... If it someone falls is, under the DARS system, if, if I'm if someone, not mistaken. Correct. If someone is injured, um, essentially on the job, it's required to be reported to OSHA. Correct. Okay? That includes if you're mandated to take a vaccine and you're injured by the vaccine, OSHA is required to report it. Correct. OSHA is not enforcing that. Really? They are not enforcing, just for the COVID vaccine, they are not enforcing reporting vaccine injuries to their database. Why is that? Probably because they're going to be too many. And it's, uh, they, they literally said because they, oh, not until 2022. 
They're not enforcing it until 2022 because they're afraid that it's going to make people more hesitant about taking the vaccines. Uh, OSHA, I got bad news for you. That's the whole reason we started those things. Yeah. That's the whole reason to yeah. educate Americans. Hey, look. They don't care, but they don't care about educating Americans. If they did, no one would be taking the vaccine at all. It, it would it would have gone by the wayside already. Because if people were actually educated as to how many deaths and injuries this is causing, so no one would take if it. If you're wondering what we're talking about right now, you need to go look up and find out if your state is an OSHA state or not. And there are specific states that are OSHA states. I can tell you right now, Georgia is not one of them. Georgia is a non-OSHA state, which is funny because a lot of people say, well, <clears throat> OSHA's got nothing to do with us, so we, we can't get in any trouble. That's where it gets weird because, yeah, we they can't require anything on you. However... They can still slap you with a fine. OSHA can still slap you with a fine or a company with a fine. So, and that's why I keep talking about my fire department because that's what they're worried about. They're worried about OSHA cracking down and slamming them with a $750,000 fine. Like, according to Joe, that's what's going to happen to companies that do not comply with 100 personnel or more. According to Joe's press conference. Correct. But that's it because there's nothing in writing. There's nothing that's been sent to OSHA. There's nothing that's been sent to the Oversight Advisory Committee. Because that all, no has to be decided, that all has to be decided within Congress. And they know they will not get that passed. That so all of pass. these mandates are literally coming through right now. I lost my job. Nick's going to lose his job over a fucking press conference. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Kind of like what we were talking about the Pope last week. We were talking about, you know, how what he was saying was not Vatican doctrine. And it's not. It's not Vatican doctrine. No, it's his opinion. It literally is just his opinion. He was asked about it on a sidebar conversation. It is not Vatican doctrine because there's been no conversation about it. Uh, Well, before you get to your next story, speaking of um, the Pope. We got something. I, I do. Um, is it going to be good? It is going to be good. Is it? I got a priest. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Stand by, folks. He's overplaying his hand. What I mean by that is that the devil is overplaying his hand. What I mean by that is he's making himself more and more obvious in his activities in government, in his activities in the technocracy, in education, in the entertainment industry, and in culture, at, at, in the culture at large. I even believe, you don't have to believe this, but I believe it, that there's a demonic dimension to the pandemic. You know why I say that? Because I look at the fruit of the pandemic in the lives of people in our country and around the world. What is the most obvious fruit of the pandemic? I don't mean the people who get sick and die. What I'm talking about is something more widespread than that. There, there are many, many more people than those who get sick and die who are gripped with what? Fear, right? And fear is one of the primary strategies and tactics of the evil one trying to keep people in fear, which is the antithesis of faith. So, yeah, that is not... 
far off from what we were talking about. Exactly. I, I don't live my life in fear, folks. No. If I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's like sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. And honestly, if you have faith, why should you fear death? If you have true faith in God, if you truly believe that when you die, you're going to be reunited with our Lord and Savior, why, yeah. why would you fear death? I don't. I don't either. I, uh, I'm i prepared for it, and I don't think I'm going to see him, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> we'll continue but, that argument another time. <clears throat> we have a bigger story. There is one bigger. I know there is. It, it's, it literally is about a book long. It is a book long. Uh, this thing is huge. If you're not watching us from Rumble, I just held up a, a, a book. stack full of papers. It's Seriously. Ridiculous. So... Uh, I got a bunch of shit this week um, to include the steel dossier. I have all parts of the steel dossier to include the unredacted versions. Some of, uh, well, a lot of they're, they're redacted, but um, how do you say they're great over? Is that the, is that the best way to put it? It's, or, it's more, um, I can still read it, but it's like translucent. Yeah. I, I would say translucent. it's not, it's not fully opaque properties. So anyway, um, and if you're wondering why I'm bringing this up, remember how I told you that the border crisis was a man-made manufactured crisis to draw our attention from something else. Yep. So what's about to come out? Um, everything? No, there's something more specific that's about to drop. Because somebody has until the uh, uh, 12th of November to produce a report. Durham? Durham has to produce a report by the 12th of November because that's, that's when, when his funding runs out. Officially, his funding runs out. So um, understand that within the next week or so, two weeks, we're going to see a report. Three weeks, but okay. Um, it's really funny how all of a sudden... And, oh, by the way, just so you're aware, yes, I do have a mustache. Um I'm growing it for No Shave November, which leads to epic dick bumper December. Um, every year? Every year I do this. This is a firefighter thing. It's to support burnt firefighters. We donate 20 bucks to support the Burnt Firefighters Foundation. It's just something we do. Yes, I know. It's going to look hideous in about three weeks. Just deal with it. it. When it grows in tiger striped, it's pretty funny, actually. Actually, no, I dye the shit out of it, so it doesn't grow in tiger striped, but it will look hideous in about three weeks. Either way, yeah. uh, long story short, uh, this story came out um, in Just the News. It was a John Solomon piece in Just the News, uh, which is really good, but um, they're starting to resurrect people. The liberals are. And when, when I say they're starting to resurrect people, they're not like doing, you know, they're not performing it. Are they like pulling Ouija boards out? Colin no. Powell up from the grave? No. Well, hey, no shit. Uh, just on a side note, just because you brought that up. And uh, although I never agreed with the guy politically. I mean, he was a deep state operative. And I'm sorry, he called himself a Republican all day long, but... He supported Obama, Hillary, and Biden. That does not make you a Republican. He was still a four-star general in the United States Army. And by so God, is Millie. Uh, by God, yeah, but he didn't show his ass like Millie. And by God, I will 100% say that 
you know, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for his family. Anybody who passed away the way he did from something like he did. Remember, folks, he did not die from COVID. He, he died, died from with COVID. He died from COVID complications, and he had the rarest form of blood cancer ever before noted in a human being. So let me go ahead and which was let's probably go back exacerbated to, by the jab. Just saying. Let Let's just. Go ahead and go back to Vlin, even though she won't shut her fucking mouth right now, and I'm trying <laughs> to give her props. Um, one more time, going back to Vlin, you know he had a very rare blood cancer, which he passed away from, and as we found out, he was double vaccinated. Uh, I I'm just guessing that just exacerbated the situation with his blood cancer, uh, and what we know it does to the blood. Uh, it, Never a good thing. I never want to see anybody die from something. Yeah, that one was me. I never want to see somebody who dies from something like that. But, um, yeah, that's a that's a sad. It was a, it's sad to see that because, you know, he kind of tooled around with Uncle Jack, my dad, and some other people that I know. And it's just a it was a sad thing to see. It's unfortunate. I never agreed with the guy politically, but it is what it is. Uh, moving right along, though. So they, they've been this past week, they've been trying to resurrect people from the dead. And it started with um, uh, what's his name from the FBI? We were talking about him earlier. McCabe. McCabe. Andrew McCabe. Andrew McCabe was fired, if you remember, early on uh, during the whole Russia probe shit and uh, the spying on the Trump campaign. Um, he is now back to being an agent in the FBI or retired special agent with the FBI. He got his cufflinks. He got his $200,000 in his uh, back retirement pay that he's supposed to get. And he's getting more because he will get that for the rest of his life because he worked for the federal government for so many years. And everything has been upgraded to his whole record's been expunged from all the shit he did. Uh, remember, folks, what he did. That's the biggest part. Remember what he did. What exactly did Andrew McCabe do? Do you remember? Lied oh, to Congress a number of times. Yeah, and interfered in federal investigation and lied to a FISA an, court. Swung an investigation in the wrong direction where it's supposed to be going. And these are all like facts that we have of people who actually testified to this that actually prove this. And somehow his lawyers won a lawsuit against the Department of Justice to reinstate him as a special agent within the FBI. Retired special agent within the FBI. Got his cufflinks the whole bit. Um, hmm. If that happened to you or me, do you think that would have ever happened? No, we'd still be in jail. Yeah, probably. So anyway, so they resurrected Andrew McCabe. He's back alive. And they immediately at the end of that, started in on uh, Christopher Steele, which this one really threw me for a loop because I know people that have the actual Steele dossier. And uh, I got the whole Steele dossier. Actually, this is how big the article is I'm about to read. This is how big the Steele dossier is. Uh, and I can read that, but I don't think I need to go into all that much detail. Um, but it is that thick. And guess what, folks? In the article that I'm about to read to you and it is a just the news piece and will be in our telegram you can go look all the shit up for yourself 
And it's really badass because apparently the same source that I've got, Just the News has got. And they passed the same kind of half-assed, redacted information to Just the News. So it's all out there. You can find out about it for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. I just already read it all. Anyway, long story short, uh, Christopher Seal came out. Um, and it's all part of this new... Do you have the, the promo? For the Christopher Christopher Steele rebirth mm. that he's doing with uh, old bobblehead, uh, uh, what's his name over at CNN, um, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Brian Stelter. Yeah, Stelter's doing a whole piece with him and Christopher Steele. You, oh, mm-hmm. oh, you okay? Well, there's a whole intro to that. I I won't even get into. It's really disgusting. Anyway, they go into how Christopher Steele is such a hero. Uh, but it's really funny because I'm just going to hit, I'm uh, breezing over the wave tops. The big ones are this one. Um, he said that he stood by the work that his sources did and had the professionalism, which we applied to it. Steele told the ABC news, uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos and in an interview on Sunday was part of a larger documentary released on Monday, uh, on Hulu. So if you want to go look for it, it's on Hulu. It's a, uh, no, thank you. It's George Stephanopoulos and Christopher Steele, where Steele like lies openly about all of this shit. One of the big things you got to remember too is um, his lawyers made this statement following this interaction that he had. The lawyer said uh, that the lack of verification was confirmed by an FBI spreadsheet that tracked that every statement that the Steele dossier had found that the majority were disproven and never verified on internet or in rumor. You can read that in the spreadsheet here. Okay. It wasn't even verified by rumor. He literally just pulled it out of his ass. Correct. Correct. One more time, everything he said was full of shit. Everything he told the FBI was bullshit. Uh, And it continues. Because uh, likewise, the U.S. intelligence warned with the FBI within weeks of Steele's dossier being received that some of the information... In it was likely Russian disinformation inserted into Steele's network of sources and Moscow's intelligence. Understand, people. Okay, so hold on. So you're saying that, or the Steele dossier and this Just News report is saying that the whole premise of the Russian collusion was based on Russian disinformation that was put in the Steele report in the first place to turn around and blame Trump for Russian collusion? Correct. Okay. So I don't know how better off to create disinformation, but if I were going to say that, for instance, um, I was working against you and you were working against me. Well, we are married, so. Hold on. Just shut your mouth and listen. Um, If I were working against you and you were working against me and I were to say that the way that you were working against me was illegal of the laws in which your land lived in, and I were to say that you were inadvertently working with me through a third party and that that third party was relaying messages to you on an on an inadvertent channel that you weren't aware of and that, that those messages may or may not have been for me, that would inadvertently turn the blame from me to you. Does that make sense in a really effed up, a convoluted way? It goes back to my original statement that was made 
if you go listen to five minutes of a movie, and I know this sounds weird, but go back to the movie Breach. And they talk about it in the movie Breach. They talk about the Russians know we're lying about us knowing that Russians are actually working in Russia and that they're working in the United States. And we know that the Russians are lying about us knowing that the Russians know that we're lying. And they know that we know that they're lying about the Russians lying in the U.S. about the Russians that are actually working in the United States that are actually working against us but for them. And we know that they know that we know that they know that we're lying about the Russians that are working currently in the United States that are working against the Russians that are currently working in the United States against the Russians that are actually back home in the, the USSR. Everybody's lying and everybody knows. Nobody cares. They all know. That's the secret of this. Everyone knows. They know that we know that 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 they're lying. But nobody cares. The point is, is that this all boils down to the same thing at the end of this article. This article is literally three pages long and it's so boring and melodramatic. But the big parts about this don't come till later. Because it's when you actually, what have I always said? I've always said, follow one thing. What the do money. we follow? We follow the money. Why do I follow the money? Because that's what makes the world go round. Well, what's the big thing that we learned from the Wolf of Wall Street? Money, 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 money. Well, minus that part. And that was a great part. Quaaludes. Other than, well... <laughs> That's another. <laughs> we learned a lot about Quaaludes. I got I gotta give her some credit on that one, folks, because I wasn't expecting Quaaludes as an answer, but she's absolutely right. Quaaludes would be the next big one. But the other big one is that it's really crazy because the FBI released some reports, and in the FBI reports, one of the big ones happens to be the payment report in which Steele paid not only himself but also his subsources. And part of the one. That's really important that you all realize. That's not really redacted. Well, it's redacted to an extent. It, it used to be redacted. It was reda- redacted, enlightened, and apparently unlightened and re-redacted. But the Attorney General's guidelines dated of 12-13-2006 required the payment of any FBI funds to CHS, confidential human source, be made by FBI agent... Uh, and another government official. So it has to be made by two people. One's got to be an FBI agent. The other can be whatever other government officials present. However, in extraordinary circumstances, and this is all redacted, dreaded air quotes. However, in extraordinary circumstances, the SAC is authorized to, SAC re- referring to a special agent in charge, is authorized to approve the exemption of this requirement this allows the FBI agent to pay to to be the pay agent and only witness if the SAC approval for exemption is is there seconded the second witness requirement is reprimanded for this payment period covered for, from this date is 6-30-2015 through 11-30-2015 right doesn't mean much to us, right? Because all they're talking about is paying a confidential human source. Where it gets really interesting is this part. 
And this one I found after many times of scanning, printing, scanning, printing, scanning, printing. Finally got it. From the end of June 2015 through November 2015, CHS engaged and subsequented, uh, subsequented the FBI's direction. I'm sorry. Subverted the FBI's direction to organize and facilitate meetings in Berlin, Germany, Perth with the FBI WMD, which is the Washington Metropolitan Field Office or director thereof, components, and an individual knowledgeable of the government of Russia and bioweapon efforts. From the outset, the CHI or CHS identified subsources to the FBI who within the identified subsource in the German authorities through a company known as Fusion GPS. Well, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that back in 2015, the FBI was aware that Fusion GPS was allocated, not only allocated, but invested because they were collecting money through a subsource that was being provided to them. Going back to not only Andrew McCabe, but also also Hillary Rodham Clinton. And you mean to tell me for one second that somehow she is not indictable on any of these charges of collusion or failure, conspiracy to commit, or conspiracy to defraud the United States federal government. Let me ask Here you Here are federal funds changing hands, taxpayer money. That's what I was going to say. Don't provided, call them federal funds. Whose money is that? Provided by the United States people to the FBI for the FBI to conduct an investigation in which we're going right back into the pocketbook of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Does anybody else see an issue with this? I... Yeah, that bitch needs to get her grubby paws off our money. It gets better. The CHS, who worked with the FBI, through all intentions, worked out with his use informed within said, uh, uh, said contract, which means now they're saying contract. This guy, well, yeah, all sources have a contract. You all sign it. You sign a contract because it's kind of, uh, it doesn't mean dick, but what it does is it's a mental thing. It binds a source to, Put a, you on the hook. to a source handler, exactly. But he was working outside the contract with the information he was giving. That's what this says, that the FBI started collecting information from him that was outside his scope and purpose. And they're talking directly about Steele here. Steele started presenting information about somebody pissing in a bed. And Donald Trump may have saying, oh, well, Hillary and uh, Barack used to sleep in that bed. You should piss in that bed. No, that never happened. He started working outside the scope of what his mandate was. And now where are we? Now we're dealing with Russia collusion, PPGate, all this other bullshit, which we all know is bullshit. 
everybody that listens to us at least, if you're on the left and you're that stupid Mayflower dar chick, you're still retarded. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about because I've got nothing but facts and I will flood you with facts. And when you finally maybe break the surface to breathe for air again, I'll put more on top of you and you will drown eventually because I don't think you could tread water that long, honestly. But the fact that this guy was being reimbursed every time that he met with the FBI for over 5,000 euro, 5,000 euro today in a six dollars yeah, $6,500 American. I mean, every time that that's what he was getting paid every time he met with the FBI, seriously. And no wonder he kept making shit up. We're good. We're all good with it. We haven't charged him. We haven't charged the Bureau. We haven't charged anybody else. Uh, does anybody else understand why we need to pull the Bureau back from this? They need to be, they need to have their dick cut off. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't make a better, a more compelling argument. The FBI says it within this document. There, his information leads, the uh, source handler, let me quote one, one section. Steele explained that the crisis, uh, hold on, this is a good one. This is a real good one. Trust me, folks. Give me one second. Steele explained that the crisis initial interest in the U.S. election violators material stemmed from a uh, litigation-related issue that involved a potential litigation with Paul Manafort. It's funny how they start calling out these people by name. You know, they initially in the document, they start out by hiding them, putting black over them like they're not there. And then they start calling them out by name about midway through the document. And it, it gets even better because this is really interesting on this one. Uh, and the crisis and the interest started around May 2016. Manafort had uh, disappeared for multiple years and appeared in hiding for uh, from creditors. Manafort owed money of $100 million. That's a lot of money. Uh, really quick, uh, when Manafort was arrested, he was arrested by for only owing a uh, little over $10 million, by the way, just so you're aware. When they There's showed up a difference in zeros there. At his front doorstep and kicked in the door, uh, the FBI was arresting him for $10 million of tax fraud as compared to what Steele here claims here on in 2016, $100 million. That's a big difference. I would say about $90 million, roughly, or not. Um, either way. Um, and he said he had more money to the Russians. No further information there. Steele explained that Fusion GPS had a different client for whom it was already doing research for on Manafort. A different client, huh? And it says NFI after that, which is no further information collected. I... I just kind of wonder why. I'd be interested to hear who that other client was. I uh, go ahead and take a guess for you. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, the HRC campaign yep. for president. That would be my guess. Uh, Steele said that it wasn't his only. Po he wasn't only politically motivated. Well, he was, no, he's motivated by money. He was he was sensitive about the investigation. Uh, Orbis. Sens sensitive about the investigation. Orbis. Orpus. Orpus. So immediately I said, Orbis. What's Orbis? Well, he was wrong about the name. 
how he knew that there was a simultaneous investigation known as Opus going on within the FBI. Opus 2, to be exact. Opus 2 was uh, Peter Vaughn, Michaela Friedman, and uh, German Kahn versus Orbis Business Intelligence Limited. Well, what the fuck does that have to do with, right? So I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, how does Orbis fit into all this? And I I decided, you know what, screw it, I'll keep reading just because it's just be, be fun. I know what Orbis is. So, Orbis and its con- and its connection, his political connection, sensitive investigation to Orbis was working at the time. For example, Orbis was a competitor for the bid process for Fusion GPS. Really? Hmm. So was this really about did this really so immediately my mind flashed, right? Because I got this far into the report and I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. Other than I'm trying to dig the sleep out of my eyes because I'm about to go bored on 302 paperwork. I was like, I haven't read a 302 this far for like, I don't know how many years. But the bigger part of this paperwork, when it got to this point, I got really interested because all of a sudden I started to remember about a movie. Or I should say a movie script. What movie? Uh, this was a movie that never became a movie, but it was a movie script. It was 100% a movie script. There was a movie script done about six years ago concerning a violent overthrow of the U.S. federal government and happened to portray Andrew McCabe in a certain light that made him look like a genius and a superhero and uh, made Donald Trump look like a retard. However... Um, now what I want you to do is turn all that upside down on its head and shit, I just lost the contract. And when you turn it upside down on your on its head, I want you to look at it from the eyesight that hey look, this is no longer about Donald Trump looking bad. Now Donald Trump's turned this over and now you look bad. So with that, we get going forward. This movie concept goes back to a whole lineage of things. It really does. It actually spans the breadth of time. But it goes into how certain people did certain things. So far, if you actually compare everything that happened in that movie script to what's going on now, it actually all fits. In everything they've done, everything they've pushed forward, it's coming true. Remember, folks, we told you a long time ago that Literally, they've got to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. They have done that. Yep. They, they gave us a movie script to go off of. We followed the movie script now, and it's fitting exactly. This is all part of the plan. What's about to happen in 2022? All part of the plan. They have a plan for this. I've been telling you this from the get-go. We've been telling you this from the get-go. Who has a plan for this? The White Hats? The Liberals? Liberals. They, they have a playbook. They play by the book. Yep. They are not allowed to deviate from the book. Um, the movie, the first, uh, what's, what's my favorite, uh, the favorite singing movie I've got. You always make fun of me for it, but. There's Pitch a lot Perfect. Of, yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that'll tell you. We watch Pitch Perfect, not for the singing, but for the girls. So, Pitch Perfect, if you remember, the coach or the, the head girl in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. She's like. 
we've got to do it this way. We've got these three songs picked out for these three girl bands and blah, blah, blah. This is what's going to get us back to national championships. That is exactly the same mentality that every liberal's got. We've got a book. This is what gets you to the White House. You follow the book, get you to the White House. You follow the book, get you to become governor, which then turns to senator, which then turns to president. That is what makes you a president. If they do not put that out there, you will never be a president. That's just the way it works. It's just the way it is. Folks, no joke. Look at what is going on. Look at the shit that's just coming out about Vernon Jones. I cannot say that one enough. Yep. This one cannot get more ridiculous. I, I can't even make it up. It, you can't even accuse me of making this one up because I couldn't even think this one up. When I heard about this today, I about shit. I, I pert near shit my pants. I called Vlin immediately and told her about it. Of course, I got yelled at for it. But I called her immediately <laughs> to tell her about it. And I was like, look, I got a text out to... Candace, we're trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure this out. I haven't heard anything back yet. And I'm telling you folks, if you've got a way I can confirm this, I've got a name. I just, I can't release it yet because my source has been pretty stringent about the rules when it comes to this. I can put the generalities about it out. I think I've done a good job of that tonight. I think you understand how bad this is for Vernon Jones that this really does hit mainstream media which we pretty much are now, especially in Georgia, because so many of you started listening to us. Um, this is going to drive a wedge in this party. Not only is it going to drive a wedge in this party, but Georgians are going to lose all sorts of respect, as far as I'm concerned, for the GOP. Because I haven't trusted them forever. I don't know about normal Georgians. But again, they're, it, it's a uniparty. It's not... The whole concept yeah, of Democrat versus Republican at at any level besides the level that we're at is bullshit. We it's, honestly, it's a uniparty. If they are in government, if they've been in government for more than one term, they're compromised. We still have to have the GOP, though, to push us a certain direction because even we heard it from Cordy Williams. Cordy Williams told us that, like, look, they spent all these thousands of dollars on all these other people and then they started taking into the bucket or going into the bucket and taking out for themselves. So what my worry is, is somebody like Candace Taylor, who is really a grassroots effort and she really is. Yeah, she really is. But she has picked up some serious steam. Yeah. I, 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 I want to blame that on us. I don't believe it is us. But I believe we've helped her out a whole lot in getting some steam behind her. Yep. And if this is true, and what I'm hearing is true, uh, what I just laid down on all of you tonight changes this whole race, period. Because I think a lot of Georgians are going to wake up and say, you know what? I don't think I'm a member of the GOP anymore. It, for Georgia, for that to happen in Georgia, and what... Stacey Abrams and Vernon Jones are trying to do continue to keep. I got a feeling they're under marching orders from the White House. Understand, folks, I have no confirmation of this. Just understand what I'm saying here. I believe they're under marching orders from the White House. I believe that the orders that they're getting from the White House is keep Georgia purple. The more they can keep Georgia purple, the better chances they have in 2024. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You keep Georgia purple, that's a huge red state in the middle of the South. Um, 
there's a lot of black people I know that live in Georgia. I I know a ton of a I know a ton of you all. Oh, we've all we've got great relationships. Some of them are really good friends of mine. I'm just gonna go ahead and ask you right now: Does Vernon Jones really represent what you're talking about, or the things you've told me, things that you're unhappy with in the state of Georgia for real? Because uh, I know you guys, and uh, every black guy that I know that lives in Georgia, you're not a criminal. You've never been even accused of a crime. I wouldn't hang out with you if you did. Because, well, A, it's really bad. It looks really bad for me if I ever decide to become a cop again. But B, it's just not who I am. So, uh, I know you guys. You guys are almost, some of you are straighter than I am. You go to church every Sunday. Where I go to church when I can make it on Sunday. Some of you are holier than me. Way holier than I'll ever be. Really? Vernon Jones exemplifies you? I don't think he does. No, he's a he's a cheater. He's a racist. He's a misogynist. He's a rapist. He's an embezzler. He's everything against what every single one of us people on this side of the aisle believe. We believe in pro-life. We believe... And a fair and equal government. Fair and equal. Not equitable. Not equitable. Fair and equal. 100% across the board. I am not about racism. Not about discrimination. What they're doing right now on the liberal side is discrimination. No matter how you cut it. It's not racism. It's discrimination. You want to talk about Jim Crow, let's have an honest conversation about Jim Crow. I thought it was Jim Eagle. What they're doing right now is Jim Crow. They are segregating kids at infantile stages of their lives. Saying, well, you have to go over there because you're a white kid and you have to go over there because you're a black kid. I had a buddy of mine, good friend of mine, just started listening to us. He moved down here from D.C. He was a firefighter in D.C. He left D.C. He started out here and went up to D.C. and now he's back. And one of the when I asked him, I said, what, what's the reason you're back? Is it because of the mandate? And he said, no. No, well, he said that has something to do with it. He said, but uh, no, it became real racial in uh, D.C. I was like, how's, how's firefighting become racial? It literally is a black or white issue. Except so... You have black smoke or white smoke, and depending upon the smoke, it depends on how f- hard you have to fight that fire. All right, so I know everyone's heard me say this a million times, and I'm going to say it again. Race is just another thing that they used to divide us with politics and religion and sexual orientation and gender and all of these things. These are the things they have tried to use to divide us, to make us fight each other. Correct. They have not succeeded. Nope. In using those things to divide us and make us fight each other. Nope. You know what they have succeeded in? Driving people away from the places in which we need the thing that they're using now. Republican voice. The thing that they're using now that is dividing people, that is segregating people, is this vaccine and the mandates. That's that's not far off. Because well, hold on. Let me tell you a little story. So I today was my last day at work. And I really just went in to say goodbye to my family, right? I've been there for nine years. And I've worked with a lot of the same people for nine years. And I went into the banquet office. 
And I was like, all right, y'all, it's, it's my last day. And they were like, what? What do, you, what do you mean it's your last day? I was like, yeah, I'm not playing the stupid mandate game. I'm just I'm not going to do it. So I'm, I'm out. Peace. And one of the guys who I've known for a hold, hold on very one long second. time. Hold on one second. Yeah. Notice what she just said there. I, I'm just throwing it out there so you all can see it. All right. We're invested in this, not only because you can see our face, you can hear our, our voices. We're invested in this in that, like, we believe it. We're going to do it. We're not just sitting here saying, well, it doesn't affect us, but we're going to tell you not to do it. That's not the way we do this. We tell you something, we're going to live up to it. We pulled our kid from school. He's not in, public, he's not in private school anymore. He's being homeschooled because we will not send him to school in a mask. Our teenager goes to high school and they don't require masks because Benedictine monks just don't give a shit. <laughs> um, on the other side of that, her job required the mandate or required a mandate or weekly testing or weekly testing. And she I said, said, I'm not going to subject myself I'm to done. that. No, I'm not doing it. But anyway, so one of the guys in the office who I've known for, he's, he's been there longer than me. So I've known him for the entire nine years that I've been there. He looked at me, he said, well, I am playing the mandate game. And I said, really? Yeah, I've been vaccinated. You know, it's, it's for the greater good. And you know, just the other day, a friend of mine came to visit that I haven't seen in 30 years. And he came all the way here to visit me. And before I actually saw him, I asked him, have you been vaccinated? And he said no. And I told him not to come. This man refused to see a friend that he hadn't seen in 30 years because his friend was not vaccinated. 30 years, right? And what was my comment? Well, if your vaccine works, what are you so worried about? Uh, I would have, I probably would have let off. off the bat. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? He is a good hitter. But, and, and then one of the other guys in the office who I don't know as well, haven't known for nearly as long, he looked at me and he said, yeah, I'm with you. And I said, fantastic. Here's a card. You should listen to the podcast. Because <laughs> well, that's how that goes. <laughs> with that, though, we do have somebody else with some important news, and uh, we do. He always he always brings fire. But we're gonna start with this, and uh, I'm just gonna let him take it away. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, for the latest on the COVID pandemic, let's bring in Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci, the FDA advisory panel unanimously recommended booster doses for the J&J &J vaccine. Should those 15 million people who got the vaccine be concerned, given these recommendations? I think that they should feel good about it, because what the advisors to the FDA felt is that given the data that they saw, very likely this should have been a two-dose vaccine to begin with. So people who originally received J&J &J should receive a second dose, 18 or older, with none of the restrictions about whether or not you're at a high risk or not at a high risk, is that everyone who received that first dose of J&J &J, who are 18 and older should receive it. So I think that's a very good thing. 
It's okay to get two shots. It's okay to get two shots. Why? Because it's got the same ingredient. It's got the same fetal tissue as the other vaccines do. Mm, I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. And now it's saying it's okay. I, I just don't, I don't understand. Well, you want us to take a cocktail of this. It's about our health. So we should take this one or that one. But now you, it doesn't even matter. Just take one and two of them. Just take two of them, he says. Meanwhile, Lori Lightfoot over here, Lori Light Eyes that looks to look to the sides and not to the front of her, what's going, re what's really going on. She's telling people, hey, the masks are still in play. We need to still social dis distance and whatnot. Hey, how about you? You're not even wearing your mask right here. You're at a sports game in front of everyone, not wearing a mask, not giving a shit about COVID because you know why? Because it's a fucking scam. As I mean not to take you with the bad news, but check this out. This might be some good news right here. Sources tell Sunday Morning Futures there is speculation swirling in Washington that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi may step down after getting the massive spending package through. So all of those Democrat members who had their arms twisted to vote on the multi-trillion dollar package and put their own re-election in jeopardy may be fuming to learn that the Speaker could be planning a cut and run. Man, a cut and run, they say. That's all she does. She pants. <laughs> yeah, that's all she does. That's all you hear. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, no, nah, it's the Republicans. <laughs> fuck you, you drunk bitch. It's about time you get the fuck out of here. I don't think that's the reason why. I got my own little reasons why. I think this is all a scandal. This is all a play. We don't, we don't see what's going on. But if you watch Hollywood, if you watch movies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 17, baby. 17. Anyways, guys, we don't need her. We don't need them. And this is all going... It's kind of like the dark is coming to light. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, I'm Jack. This has been my rants. Patriot Party, back to you. Wow. The of the yeah, that is... yeah, baby. Wait. Oh, shit. I didn't know I was recording. <laughs> fuck you. It's my freedom. It should be your freedom. Do whatever the fuck you want to. Touche. Nah, I love you, though. Fuck uh, you who say against freedom, but I love you who know about your freedom. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> uh, I love Jack. Yeah, that is... Uh, it, it is scary when the way he... We, we were just talking about it earlier. Yep. Look at this. Oh, this is another ploy. Do you... Do you see the similarity between Pelosi and Vernon Jones? Yep. That is what I'm getting at, okay? Listen to what Jack just said about Pelosi possibly stepping down after, well, after we get the $3.5 trillion spending package. Which is not going to pass. Uh, which we hope won't pass. True. Let's make sure we, because understand and remember, they still need Republican votes for that. Um, but if that doesn't pass... She doesn't get out. But if she does get it, that means that Manchin won't have to deal with Pelosi anymore, which means he doesn't have to deal with the haranguing, the bullshit, all the crap. You think Manchin's shallow enough to say, I'll go with that? I think our friend Leanne in West Virginia would think so. What about the other chick in Arizona? Cinema. Cinema. 
Kristen Cinema. You think she'll go with that? I mean, she's kind of been harassed and harangued by everyone, including Biden. So, like, you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. This is so identical. You've got Vernon Jones, who got into the race in Georgia as a quote-unquote Republican. Everything we've seen from him is... Liberal. Obviously liberal. You got Nancy Pelosi saying, look, I'll pull the fuck out of the speakership if you approve the $3.5 trillion spending package. They're both echoing on every side to meet everybody they need to meet to make everything sound good. In reality, they're both full of shit. They're both smoke and mirrors. They're both just a sheep and wolf or a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. It doesn't matter how you think about Jack there. Jack brought up a really good point. That's huge. That actually supports everything I've just said about Vernon Jones, about what the Democrats are doing, what we're watching. Remember how I said that that whole thing about the border was all cover up. Uh yeah. What else just came out this week? What, about the border? Hypersonic missiles yes. being fired from China, test fired. I was going to ask you about that, actually. Um, and we have a whole other bit on that because... Well, and the Chinese, hold on. So the Chinese have come out and said that it wasn't actually a hypersonic missile. It was, uh, they were testing a reusable space rocket. Or some shit like that. Whatever. Because it saves money. Yeah. Um, Reuters did not agree. Um, Oh, did they fact check them? Well, no. Reuters was actually one of the first ones to come out and say that that the Chinese had tested this uh, supersonic missile. And then the Gateway Pundit came out with it as well. Apparently, it circled the entire globe... And this is from the Gateway Pundit. They are obviously not flat earthers, so I'm, I'm reading from this here. China tests new hypersonic nuclear-capable missile that circled the entire globe at low orbit. U.S. military officials stunned. So, uh, and apparently this happened in August. I'm sorry, it was the Financial Times that initially reported it. Uh, Correct. Reuters reported it as well, but Financial Times got to it first. So, U.S. intelligence and U.S. military officials were left stunned. So, a a source told the Financial Times, we have no idea how they did this. According to the report, the missile missed its target by about 24 miles and caught U.S. intel by surprise. Earlier this year, a satellite image showed China had expanded its nuclear missile silo field. Identified via satellite imagery, the new missile base in China's Zhejiang region may eventually include 110 silos, said the report released Monday by the Federation of American Scientists. It is the second apparent silo field uncovered this month by researchers, adding to 120 silos that appear to be under construction in the neighboring province of Gangsu, as detailed by the James Martin Center for non Gangsu, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, um, CNN reported that in July, just before the hypersonic nuclear-capable missile was launched. Meanwhile, the U.S. military is busy purging unvaccinated service members and focusing on white rage. So, so, so that's uh, interesting. Let, but hold on. Let me on. ask you a hold question. On hold second. on. As let me let read go, this real let, quick. Let me ask you a question. Because this all applies. Please, let me read this real quick. 
This okay. all applies. Trust okay. me. Okay. This will all fit in. Okay. So starting in May 2010, the Washington Examiner reported on drawing on emails obtained by the Citizens United Clinton Foundation staff published um, Hillary Clinton's State Department to approve a meeting between Bill Clinton and a powerful Russian oligarch as her agency lined up uh, investors for a project under her, his purview. His name was Victor Valinskabig. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. Uh, Vekasilabig. Berg of Renova, a Clinton Foundation donor. The project under his purview was Skolikov Innovation Center, which was being built near Moscow. Following the month, Bill Clinton would receive $500,000 for a speech in Moscow from the Renaissance Capital, uh, a Russian investment bank with ties to the Kremlin. A Clinton Foundation donor, Skolikov executive, which lined up the talk with Uranium One, whose sale of Clinton State Department would approve who, who ex, whose executives together contributed one point or $145 million to the Clinton Foundation. Okay, The shocking set of emails the examiner reported shows a nexus of Bill and Hillary Clinton's foundation and the Hillary Clinton State Department, Bill Clinton, Russia, oligarch Velikskabarg, and Skolikov, and the Russian Silicon Valley uh, the Putin project transferred to Western technology to Russia, which championed was driven by Mrs. Clinton. And you know that 17 out of 28 tech companies that hitched up with Skolikov are contributed to the Clinton Foundation. What, co what a coincidence. Meanwhile, Barack Obama, in support with the Russian WTO membership, made the whole global flow so much easier. So you asked me, Mick, how does that apply? Uh, Skolikov is the company that made the hypersonic engine for that missile that China just test-fired in August that flew around the world in less than six hours. Flew, supposedly, if we live on a globe. It flew around the world in less than six hours. It takes the sun 24 fucking hours to fly around the world. It took this missile less than six hours. Because it goes 30,000 miles an hour. Thank you. So, one more time. How is Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama not sitting behind bars right now? And instead, they're sitting on their fat duffs in Martha's Vineyard, sipping on Mai Tais, talking about how Bill's health is failing because Hillary's secretly putting arsenic in Bill's drinks. Actually, Bill had sepsis, possibly from an untreated STD or urinary tract infection. Uh, or Something arsenic like will also lead to sepsis. Excellent. Um, so I, I, and I apologize when I said that Reuters broke the story. Um, it was the Financial Times that broke it. Reuters actually says that the Pentagon says hypersonic weapons are too expensive. This is from Reuters. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on. Let me get to this part because you brought that up. So now I've got to get to my writing. Let me get to... Can I read the story first? Can I get to my writing? No, you interrupted me. Can I read the story first? No, like I literally wrote this and now it's being reported in the Daily Caller. Okay, but why is that more okay. important than my story because real quick? Because it's my writing. I actually wrote it. I don't give a shit. I know. Uh, Washington. So the Pentagon wants defense contractors to cut the ultimate cost of hypersonic weapons, the head of research and development said on Tuesday, as the next generation of super fast missiles being developed currently cost tens of millions per unit. We need to figure out how to drive 
towards more affordable hypersonics, Under Secretary of Defense for Research and Engineering Heidi Shu told reporters at the Association of the United States Army Conference in Washington. She said cost was something she would like to help industry focus on. Currently, the U.S. uses cruise missiles, which are mature technologies costing less than $5 million per unit to strike deep into enemy territory. But cruise missiles are inferior to hypersonic weapons because they have a shorter range, are far slower, and more vulnerable to being detected and shot down. Okay. All right, go ahead. So let's pick up with the Army report on uh, Sk- <laughs> Skolikov, written in 2012, released in 2013. Go for it. This is well within the time that I'm still in the military, yep. just so you're all aware. Real quick. And it assesses the implications for U.S. policymakers. <clears throat> wait, wait. You actually wrote this in a report when you were in the military? <clears throat> Although the military and its activities are not an official cluster of activities, the Skolikov Foundation has, in fact, been involved in defense-related activities since December 2011, when it approved the first weapons-related project in the development of the hypersonic cruise missile engine. The project was in response to the U.S. Department's U.S. State Department's self-defense of advanced hypersonic weapons as a part of a prompt global strike program. Yes, I did write this while this was still in the military. That's how I know about it. And when I heard it, and I heard my own words being read back at me, I kind of had a shit fit in the truck (laughs) and started throwing shit at the windshield saying, I've been saying this shit for fucking years. And anyway, wasn't that a classified report? How it did, was. How did it come out? And it's John's... now unclassified. Okay. Um, the United States is a vulnerable to future attack by hypersonic missiles from China and Russia, falling behind the technology race to develop both defensive and offensive high-speed maneuvering arms. And according with the new Air Force study, uh, the People's Republic of China and the Russian Federation have always fought testing high-speed maneuvering weapons or HSMWs that may be in larger in both forward-deployed U.S. forces even under the continental United States itself, the executive summary states and reports. And that's exactly what was written because I said that, look, we are really way behind the times on this shit. There was actually one person that echoed it. Who was that? Uh... He was number 45, and he talks about it. Oh, you don't have the clip pulled up, do you? Oh, well, forget it. He talked about it in one of his several uh, speeches in which he was slammed down by the fucking media, saying, well, how can you be worried about this and not worried about George Floyd? And he was actually talking about how— George Floyd was a crackhead? China— was actually producing weapon systems that far exceed what we can defend against because it's all information they've already been given. By whom? Uh, When they talk about stuff like it sounds like it's coming from, uh, let me make sure I quote this properly per the paper, Um, but when they call it the Russian Silicon Valley, do you really think there's a Silicon Valley in Russia? No, I think Bill and Hillary sold U.S. secrets to Russia, who in turn sold them to China, and now we're all screwed. My report goes further, too. Skolikov is is an ambitious enterprise aiming to promote technology transfer and generally by inbound direct investment and occasionally through selected acquisitions. As such, Skolikov is arguably an overt alternative to clandestine industrial espionage espionage with the additional distinction that it can achieve 
such a transfer on a much larger scale and more efficiently. Which is accurate because that's pretty much what they did. That's how they got the missile technology from something here in the States. They call something different. We don't call it Skolikov because Skolikov actually refers to something else in Cyrillic. But uh, what we're actually talking about, and uh, you've seen it in the movies, um, we talk about it when we talk about anything dealing with NASA. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you figured out the rocket program? Space Force? No. Nope. There's a jet propulsion laboratory that's referred to JPEL. Hmm. NASA has used it for years, supposedly, sending rockets into outer space, even though I think that's bullshit. <laughs> well, I have to say, William Shatner thinks it's bullshit, too. <laughs> what? Hold on. Wait, what? Uh, he said that when he looked down at the Earth from, you know, he went up to in blue orbit or whatever the fuck it's called. Blue horizon. Yeah, okay. Um, that he he saw great, great destruction coming to the Earth or something like that. Um, a great evil, basically, uh, you know, encompassing the planet, which is true. And personally, I think that he said that not because he saw that from the vantage point of space, but because he saw that from the vantage point of Earth when he was paid to lie about the fact that he went into space in the first place. And where do I come up with this? I, I don't know. A picture. A picture of William Shatner in a uniform that was so obviously photoshopped it's the same picture of Jeff Bezos in a uniform. And how do we know that? Because the folds were in the same, same place. Same exact spot. Exact same, same body. spot. Same body. And when you look at William Shatner's name on the picture, what did you see? I noticed a uh, du dual image or what we call a uh, double blind if you're in the photo industry yeah. where you see a mirror image of the other one on top of the other one. Anyway, she'll show you. But let me continue with this report because my report got even more in depth. I was really impressed with how much they quoted my report in this. Implicit in Russia's development of Skolikov and the critical question, the, a question about the Russian may be asking itself, why bother spying on the foreign companies and government laboratories if it will voluntarily hand over the expertise that Russia seeks? Since multinational um, institutions hire talent worldwide and seek access to foreign markets without regard for national interests, the only... Only the U.S. government would be in a position to persuade them for to scale back their commitments to Skolikov and the U.S. relations with Russia to continue to deteriorate. However, given the global dimensions of Skolikov's technology and transfer program, it is not clear how much leverage the U.S. industry has, therefore has or has lost. Therefore, the key issue for U.S. policymakers is balancing the benefits and the constructive technological engagement with Russia against the risk that Russia could leverage transferred scientific knowledge and modernize the strengthen and strengthen its military. So essentially, I was literally quoting shit that I'd seen from some uh, dearmament programs that were going on overseas. And uh, in these dearmament programs, they weren't going exactly the way that U.S. ambassadors had initially foresaw. 
And uh, in that, I saw something that was much more valuable to the Russians, which was in the form of some engine technology that the U.S. had that was being openly shared with the Russians as if, hey, here you go, bud. It's like your buddy comes over and you guys are about to race on the street. You guys are going to race, street race, right? And your buddy says, well, hey, do me a favor, lift your hood. And you go ahead and lift your hood so your buddy can get a good look at your engine. And he realized, this is before a bet's made. And then he says, okay, so how much you want to bet me I'm going to beat you? And you're, you're like, well, because you're so, you're a liberal. You're so dumb. You're like, well, shit. Um, I don't know. I'll probably bet you $100,000. And then your buddy's like, let's make it two we We'll make it, call it even. Why is he saying 200? Because he already knows what's under the hood of your fucking engine. You dumbass. He's going to beat you. He already knows that he's got a bigger engine than you do. He already knows that he can outdrive you. That's why. That's what this is all about. This was like, hey, the Russians came over. They lifted the bonnet on what we were doing. They were like, that looks really cool. Uh, can I get a copy of that? And Hillary, being Hillary, Anybody that talked bad about her, well, you ended up dying back then. But now look what's coming to light. A report I wrote fucking some 10 years ago, nine years, eight years ago, is coming to light about something I saw because I watched the Russians fucking do it. And uh, crickets. I don't want recognition for it, but what I want people to understand is you've got to wake the fuck up, America. We have got to come to some sort of fucking educated decision about what the fuck is this country's doing. We have got a bag of bones retard in charge of us right now who you can see through on most days. So we, we can spend all the money that we can print on climate change and taking away people's freedoms but we can't spend any of that money on building better weapons than our greatest enemies? How about just taking care of America? Let's just start there. Let's take care of... You know how many veterans are homeless on the streets these days? Uh, I know... I'm not, I'm not saying that stop and give them money. Speaking of... Because I am not one of those people that does that. I will stop and hand a, hand a meal to a veteran but I will not stop and give a veteran cash. I'll say, look, this is a meal given to you from another veteran. Get a fucking job. Stop. Because I know what you're going through. I've been there. If I can figure it out, you can figure it out. Well, let's, uh, let's hear from some veterans real quick. I am a staff sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I have served honorably for 10 years and two months and will continue to do so. I have been to California, Japan, Australia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. In fulfilling my duties, I have been a drill instructor, a Marine Corps instructor of water survival, a Marine Corps instructor trainer of water survival, a martial arts instructor, and I am currently an air traffic controller in North Carolina. And there is a potential that I will be getting discharged for denying the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm Courtney Tutella, Staff Sergeant in the United States Air Force. I've been serving honorably for the past five years and three months and will continue to do so. I've been to McGuire Air Force Base, Seymour Johnson Air Force Base, Ramstein, Nellis, 
Schriever, Holloman, the Air Force Academy, and so many others. In fulfilling my duties, I've been a structural apprentice, journeyman, and soon-to-be craftsman in the civil engineering squadrons. I will potentially be discharged if I do not get the COVID-19 vaccine. My name is Chase Lauderdale. I'm at Lance Colbert in the Marine Corps. I have served honorably for two years and six months, and I will continue to do so. I've been to MCID San Diego, Fort Leonardville, Missouri, and currently on Camp Pendleton, California. In fulfilling my duties, I have been a 1361 engineer assistant and was placed in a combat engineer shop. I am potentially being discharged for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. My name is Nancy Steele. I'm a staff sergeant with the United States Marine Corps. I have served honorably for 12 years and will continue to do so. I have been to Okinawa, Japan, Miramar, California, Camp Hellsite, California, Garden City, New York, and Tucson, Arizona. In fulfilling my duties, I have been an 11 administrative chief. I will potentially be discharged for denying the COVID vaccine. I am James McCarthy. I'm a Lance Corporal in the United States Marine Corps. I have served honorably for one year and nine months and will continue to do so. I have been to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina and 29 Palms, California. I am an 0671 data systems administrator. I will potentially be discharged for denying the COVID-19 vaccination. My name is Vivian. Those videos are all over TikTok. Um, Those compilation videos. How many? Uh, I, I didn't see many soldiers in there. I saw a lot of airmen. I saw a lot of Marines. I, I actually saw Marine, more Marines than I saw airmen. I didn't see any soldiers. Isn't that interesting? There's one of sol there's there's videos of soldiers as well. Um, I chose that one specifically because it has an equal number of men and women. Okay. Most of the other videos that are out are mostly men. Well, that's ninety percent of what's getting discharged. So. Yep. Um, but it's, it's everyone folks. This is no joke. This is like such a, an assault on our freedoms altogether. I mean, I, I love to sit here and read you stories about wonderful things that are going on in this world, but they're not, they're, there's not, when you see shit like this, this is what I fought for. This is what I, I fought for that choice. I signed a check up into my life. Uh, to fight for your freedom to say, no, nah, I, I, I don't need a vaccine. And I completely support it. I, you don't want to get, don't get the vaccine. Don't do it. I'll be the first one to tell you, don't get the vaccine. I'll be the first one to tell you, I got the vaccine. I'll be the first one to tell you at the same time, don't get the vaccine. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But understand with every decision, there are always consequences. There's always consequences. Whatever consequence comes with that decision, take that consequence and go with it. Do it. There's something else God has got planned for you. I can't tell you what that is. It's different for everybody. I know what it is for me. Finally, I figured it out. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, hey, dumbass, wake up. Point being, you all have a choice. If you're in the military and you're listening to this, please don't do it just because everybody else in your squad section, platoon, whatever the fuck you're in, is telling you to go do it. I support the SEALs, even though I'm not big fans of sleep, eat, and lift, and sun. But 
I'm, I'm huge about your freedom to choose. We all have that freedom. That is one of those unalienable rights, rights that were endowed to us by our creator. I have not seen my creator come down here and tell me, you got to go get that vaccine. No, I, I've heard him tell me not to, though. Um, so speaking of the SEALs, this came out as well. Apparently, um, the SEALs that refuse the vaccine are going to have to pay back all of their training. Is I, that even legal? Well, the not. Biden admin threatens to make unvaccinated Navy SEALs repay their training well, well, costs. Stop, stop, stop. First of all, what did you just start out that sentence with saying? Biden admin. What was the next word? Threatens. Okay, threatened. All they did was threaten it. Because you got to remember, all of this shit is unconstitutional to begin with. True, and it's just more coercion. This is just another hit tactic that the Democrats are using, or the, I'm sorry, the Democrats are using against other folks, and people that are more malleable than you are. They stand something to lose. Remember, I'm retired. I don't stand much to lose. I, that's why I'm doing this. Um, not really. The whole reason, I think if I was still on active duty right now, I probably would be doing this anyway. Yeah. But understand what this is. This is, well, maybe not because there's certain shit we talk about on here that I shouldn't really technically be talking about, but I do it anyway because I don't give a shit. I know. Again, this is is people that stand to lose a lot. They go to jail for the rest of their lives. There's a lot of people in here. You don't understand. Lieutenant Colonel Schuller, yeah, everybody saw, well, he got a $5,000, yeah, he got a $5,000 fine. That's just a fine for opening his mouth a second time. Yeah. This isn't about, he still hasn't gotten the ruling on what he did. He still openly defied orders. He openly mocked the U.S. chain of command. While in uniform. While in uniform. Understand all of that carries with it a pretty stiff penalty. Yes. Uh, totally different from the guy who rescued the baby and talked at the Trump rally, even though he was active, he was wearing not civilian in uniform. clothes. Correct. Wearing civilian clothes because he knew better. Yep. My point is this. It's not that Lieutenant Colonel Schuller didn't know any better. He just didn't care. I think he didn't care. He said, fuck it, I'm done. But at the same time that he said that, though, you have to remember, too, he was there in his life. He was there willing to, whisk, willing to risk it. My point is this. I hope to God he has got the lawsuit that Andrew McCabe filed against the DOJ for all the bullshit that took place there because Andrew McCabe literally had evidence, criminal evidence, that linked him to a lie that started a conspiracy that is complete bullshit to this day. And if I were Andrew McCabe, or if I were Lieutenant Colonel Schroeder's lawyers right now i'd be digging all that shit up saying well wait a minute there's actually already a ruling on this handing all that paperwork over in a brief back to the to the court saying so reinstate him give him full retirement pay and let him out let him out yep let him go well here's here's one more and this this video has gone viral it's had almost two million views already um i think we already watched this one didn't we you and i watched this one. Oh, okay This is my final sign off. Um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, Listen to what he said right there. 
I am being asked to leave because I am dirty. Numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick, I've played sick. Um, we've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So state 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass. Touche. And Jay hey, Ansley can kiss my I ass. I tip to him. Absolutely. So either way, folks, uh, it turned a rather dark, uh, but it is what it is. It is today. And uh, I've got more stories, but I, I could spend all night on these. And Honestly, it's really late. We're not going to get any further than we are right now. Uh, real quick, we did want to end out with a bit of humor. Um, Here's some humor. The picture that I've had up on the screen all day. Yeah, all uh, night. All night is um, the the newest four-star admiral, Rachel Levine. I'm not even kidding. She's an admiral in the Navy. She's commissioned in the, as the in, Public Health Corps or yes, something like that. As an admiral in the Navy in the Public Health Corps. Correct. She is a four now a four-star ranking officer general she she would be equivalent to a four-star general she's uh considered a full admiral she's not a rear admiral she's not a uh i mean she might be kind of a rear actually admiral. It, it might actually be a, <laughs> a rear, rear admiral, admiral. <laughs> it's kind of so, funny that that's but, a rank in the navy huh but this uh but this this meme that's up so um actually when when admiral levine was sworn in this this is, by the way, not a Bible. I'm just saying. Um, let me pop it on here real quick. Come on. You want to come up. up? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Okay, so this this right here that that he's got his she's whatever. It's she, got its hand on hand on that that doesn't look very thick. No. In fact, I've never seen a Bible that thin. Maybe. Camel Toe's Satanic Bible that possibly like you know that she used when she was sworn in and vice president, um, with her purse on top of it actually, so her hand wasn't actually on the Bible. But this one, this is That's most definitely her hand would melt off. Exactly, but this is most definitely not a Bible. So, in honor of our our new admiral, we we thought that the other picture with Bernie was in the middle was much more appropriate because all the hands so, were going directly at Bernie's butt. If you guys haven't seen this meme. Bernie with the mittens from the inauguration yep. uh, right in the middle of Levine and what's his nuts here doing the swearing in. Uh, this is absolutely hysterical. I Yeah. Well, that is the one bit of humor. We have another one, though, because <laughs> even Joe and the Times, like, you can't make Joe Biden's presidency out to be any worse. Um, actually, I can do it because this one is um, – even better. Even better. Here you go. I tell you what, I would like to learn it. Let's do that. Again. 
So, yes, that was Joe's wife trying to rescue him. He was talking to a microphone that nobody <laughs> well, was listening to. Like the band was playing. And everybody was walking away. And uh, that was on the South Lawn in the White House just to give you an event, just to give you an idea. Um, and he was just randomly, uh, I'd like to li- listen to, I'd like There's to learn. There's a microphone it. with no teleprompter. Uh, so Joe opens his mouth and shit spews out. And it would be so much better for the United States if... Um, that was around more often. Just saying. Joe talking while uh, the band plays on and everyone walks away. Well, that and uh, or there was a microphone with no teleprompter and nobody there to cut him off. There is some of that. Because if we got to actually hear what was going on, you would actually have more proof as to what's really out there. And I got a feeling Joe would let it all run if he was not controlled by his handlers. Okay, speaking of which, I know we're wrapping up here, but real quick, you said something, you told me something really interesting the other night that I think our listeners would find of interest as well. We were talking about Joe's fake set, right? And PolitiFact actually fact-checked this because I, I know you guys all saw the picture we had up uh, I believe on testicular fortitude um, of the fake set that Joe Biden was on when he got his booster shot. And that came to light when they took a picture of, you know, the side of the set while Joe's supposedly in the Oval Office getting his booster shot. And then he did another whatever. And there was the Rose Garden in full bloom behind him in October. The Rose Garden doesn't bloom in full bloom in October. That's not how that works. And so PolitiFact said, well, no, they didn't build this set just for Joe's booster. That was their fact check. Okay. It is a fake set. He did have his booster shot on it, but they didn't build it just for Joe's booster shot. That's correct. Why did they build it? Uh, they actually built it a while ago. It was built uh, several years ago, but the big part was for... Uh, uh, but not for Joe Biden. Not for Joe. No, this was for, uh, what's his name that was still in a wheelchair? Um, suffering polio. Um, Roosevelt? Yeah. They built it for Roosevelt? Correct. So there has been a fake White House set in yep. the Eisenhower building. Correct. Because that's where you said it is. Yep. It's in the Eisenhower building where Camel's office are. Correct. Right um, now, Camel Toe moved her offices over there because they don't want to be anywhere near the White House. Yeah. So, uh, but the, man, I wonder how she's dealing with Joe traipsing over into her space and doing, given his, well, he hasn't had a press conference in like 100 days or something ridiculous like that. Um, but, you know, doing his little thing over there on his fake set. He hasn't had a real press conference in like. Ever. Ever. So. I mean, there is some of that. So, but that's, that's really interesting. So why, why, why would Joe use that fake set rather than. The actual uh, Oval Office? There's an reasons it's been used in the past. As for why is he using it now? No idea. Hmm. Couldn't couldn't tell you to begin with. In the past, it's been used for uh, preset things for Roosevelt to talk because uh, it was the one part in which they could actually stand him up. And they didn't have to do it in front of cameras. And then they could bring cameras in the room. It's much more controlled. Um, less, fewer reporters can actually get in there. Uh, they did it um, on several different occasions just out of security concerns. I mean, there's a number of different reasons why they use it. There's the, an extra large teleprompter that's permanently affixed in there? Possibly. I mean, that is... That is uh, I don't know what the upgrades over the years. I can just tell you that it's there. I know it's been there. It's been used in the past. 
And I know there's been specific instances, especially when it came to Roosevelt, because he was afflicted by polio. He was confined to a wheelchair. And uh, for instance, that's uh, why you don't see the beginning of his speech when he gave the famous World War II speech about D-Day in front of Congress. You don't see the beginning of it because they were rolling him out in a wheelchair and then they stood him up. He didn't want America to see him like that. He wanted America to see their president standing on two feet. What's Joe's excuse? He wants to see their president standing on two feet. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing it out. I don't know. I, I, I can't figure it out myself. Oh, um, okay. I'm done. Stand on two feet, I, not chewing on crayons. I, I, I don't know. But yes, it I is. I think he prefers it, the Rocky Road flavored crayons. <laughs> it is an additional set. I. It, it's used for. Uh, I've never seen it used this much. Let's put it that way. I, I don't even think Donald Trump ever used it, but probably he, not. He really never gave a shit about the weather. He just walked outside and talked um, to people for hours, reporters for hours. Yeah. You know, Brandon, who knows? Let's go, Brandon. All right. Uh, either way, folks, that'll, uh, that'll have to be the last picture of the night. It's been a long night. So, uh, like again, share, like, share, subscribe, subscribe. go to mypello.com, use promo code defiant. Get your own stuff. Get your slippers. I've got mine on my feet right now. They're so amazing. And they are uber. I, I love I, these I things. I can't show you mine because mine are way over here. But I'll try. There's a foot right there. So there you go. There's my, my pillow slippers. They are very comfortable. It is amazing. Uh, get yourself a my, my pillow mattress topper. Uh, do whatever. Get some Giza Dream Sheets. Get some pillows. I'm telling you right now, it's well worth the money. Uh, go and you to, save up to 66%. You can save up to, yeah, up to 66% if you use promo code Defiant. Or go to uh, Cultural Life 1972. Again, our first sponsor. If you want to buy your girlfriend, uh, your husband, uh, your kids, something to wear uh, that you want to feel good about, you know, it, what it supports. It supports the culture of life. It does not support you know, the culture of death, go to COL 1972 and then the promo card, promo code bar, type in Patriot party. That'll save you up to 10% off your entire order. We also have, of course, Dr. Stella Manuel. Uh, if you go to her website and we didn't make this clear enough on the last podcast, I'm going to make it clear enough. Now, look, even if you don't feel good, go get you some ivermectin, some hydroxychloroquine, go get her vitamin, uh, again, you go there, you use promo code defiant. You're going to save up to 10% off your order. Well worth the money folks. Get it now while you're still healthy. Um, cause if you get sick, it's too late. That's the point she was trying to make the other day. There's some people that asked me questions about it. I'm laying it out there for you right now. Go get it now. It'll make up for the end time. And then on top of that, we have also, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood. If you go to his website, uh, Sherwood, um, Sherwood dot tv backslash patriot party yep that's going to save you money on any of his products he's got a ton plus his free book get his ebook get all of that stuff folks this is the time to educate yourself stop believing what people tell you on stupid podcasts i'm one of them stop listening to me educate yourself figure it out for yourself Trust me, we're all bright people. You'll, you'll figure it out that we're not lying to you. We've got hundreds of thousands of people that believe in this shit. Trust me. Get out there. Get behind it. Help a patriot out. Help us out. Do it all at the same time. You can do it in one fell swoop and knock it all out of the park. And uh, 
hopefully on Wednesday we're going to have our gold and silver guy on. Um, I'm trying to confirm dates and times right now, but it should be tomorrow night. Um, he's going to be coming on for uh, about an hour. We're going to have him on. He's going to tell you how to invest your money. So that way you're not he hearing it from me. I'm retarded. Yes, um, he is retarded when especially it, comes, when it comes, to comes to money. Listen to this guy. He's got some really great stuff. He's going to be a huge help to us. Everybody's been asking me, how do I get gold? How do I get silver? You've been telling us not to invest in the market. Well, I'm about to give it to you. This guy is on it. He has got a fantabulous way of explaining it. I'm going to let him do it. I'm not even going to steal his thunder. I'm going to sit in the corner and color, and I'm going to let you all go at it. Um, I'm figuring out, too, how to do this so that we live stream it. There's a lot of people that have requested a live stream of this uh, podcast. We're going to try that. Um, the only problem with the live streams that I have right now is I'm, I don't have a set schedule. We're not on a set schedule for when we release. Uh, we do our podcasts whenever I'm off. So it's been a bit of a trifle right now. Uh, if things come to change in the next week or so, which I think they're going to. Um, we'll have a more of a set schedule. We're going to have a really set schedule at that point, in which case we'll do a live stream and we'll push all this stuff out as it comes out. You'll be able to listen if you want to. Uh, your choice, of course. Um, I think that would be a big help. i got a lot of people that have requested it. I don't know. I'm going to put it out there. Uh, let us know. Comment, like, share, subscribe. Yep. Let us know what you think. Do you think we should do a live stream? Do you not think we should do a live stream? Your call. Uh, we don't edit, so whatever we do here, it automatically goes out anyway. So a live stream wouldn't hurt us. Uh, you'd be able to hear it right there. Um, and do we do it on DLive or Twitch or Rumble? Where, yeah, where do you all want out. us to do it? Yeah, uh, We can link a couple actually through OBS, so that's not bad. That's not hard to do. Okay. I can do it. Uh, my only problem is, is we don't have a set schedule. That's where our issue is. Yeah. So either way, like I said, like, share, subscribe, go to my pillow, go help out these Patriots, all these other companies that we're promoting, uh, cultural life, 1972, Mark Sherwood or Dr. Stella Manuel, go hit them up. Uh, we'll have a new one come tomorrow night, which will be freaking awesome. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to this one. This is the one that a lot of people have been bugging me about. And I want to get him out there. I want to get his name out there. I want to get his business out there because we've never heard of him in Georgia. I can tell you that right now. And he's really looking forward to opening it up here in Georgia. So um, anything you all can do, just give us a hand. Uh, we're just trying to promote our cause, get it going forward. I know I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. We've gotten some negative feedback too. And when you're an idiot and you post on our shit and you've never listened to our shit, we're going to call you out on it. Um, that goes to you, Mayflower Dar, you retard. Um, we'll be after you later too because I'm just going to keep eating you up because I think it's hysterical that you've donated to Hillary Clinton. That's gotten you absolutely nowhere because she still hasn't been president yet. You're an idiot. So anyway, like, share, subscribe. Let us know what you think. You got anything else? Let's go, Brandon. Hey, I'm 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 cool with ending with that one. Let's go with Brandon. Hey, uh, Brandon, let's go. Let's go, Brandon. There you go. Have a good night, folks. Good night.